This episode of the Little Dum Dum Club is brought to you by disgraced former Q&A presenter Tom Ballard. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> why are you disgraced? <laughs> I don't know. Why am I disgraced? I don't know. I saw you up there on the TV. It was an absolute bloody disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> also, I was disgraced while I was doing it. Yeah. The <laughs> state of the house that you live in while you're hosting that show oh. is a disgrace. Oh, say that bit. Say that bit. What do you mean? Well... Wasn't oh no that was the project when wasn't the story was yeah the other day in our in our house group chat our housemate had to message you about having left dirty dishes oh, in the sink yes and this was while you were on air hosting the project <laughs> which I found hilarious something about someone hosting a national TV oh. show in a suit I'm sure Waleed gets that all the time <laughs> <laughs> something about that delighted me it was very good I do inhabit two very different worlds <laughs> <laughs> well it was. The other day, we've talked at length on this show about the strange bathroom situation that we have at the back of the house. Sure. I went into the toilet, which is at the very back of the house. Yes. While I was in there, you didn't know I was in there. You got in the shower, meaning that I was now locked in the toilet. (laughs) And so I had to then knock on the bathroom door, get you to get out of the shower, and then you kind of awkwardly stood there covering yourself. With a towel. While I shuffled past you. And as I walked out the door, you looked at me and said, it's moments like this, I think... Am I famous? <laughs> Do you think you're the most famous person with the shittest bathroom? Like, <laughs> is there anyone at your level, uh, any fame level, that's got a bathroom as shit as yours? Mother Teresa probably had a pretty... Oh, yeah. Pretty... Uh, so, Tom, what are you here to promote this time? I'm here to promote the recording of my com- one-hour comedy special, <laughs> which is The World Keeps Happening. Nominated it's a- for the Barry Award for Check. Best Show at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Yes. Nominated for the... What's it called now? The Is it The Fosters? No, what's it called? The LastMinute.com Comedy Award in Edinburgh. Oh, really? Wow. Honestly, that is what it is. Wow. Yep. That's that's not as prestigious a sounding award anymore. <laughs> well, as Fosters. Yeah. Well, it is a shame that it is a shame that Perrier because Perrier just sounds it sounded like its own thing. It's Even a, though it was yeah. a brand, it sounded like a prestigious, cool thing. Now, you, now you're one step from the Jim's Mowing comedy <laughs> award. <laughs> <laughs> What if Barry Humphreys turned around one day and went, you know what, get my name off of that award. I'm not cool with this anymore. Good, he's a bit of a cunt. (laughs) Whoa! Jesus Christ. I'm putting you on the record. Fuck Barry Humphreys. Wow. What spurred that on? Oh, have you read all the shit he goes on with? He's no good. It's 2016, Carl. Men can dress up as women. It's fine. (laughs) It doesn't threaten your lifestyle in any way. Oh, hang on. Is that him? (laughs) Is that... Oh... Are you oh. saying Dame Edna's not a real woman? I take it back. Barry Humphreys a... makes me extremely horny. <laughs> <laughs> just not in costume, just as a normal guy. Okay, I get it. Uh, so, yes, you uh, are taping your uh, your comedy special from this year for yes. Stan, the streaming service Stan. The streaming service, not just a man. So they're Stan. getting a little part of this out as well, if you think of it. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think they'll get any money from the tickets that you buy to come to the record. Anyway, that's all not you. That's going all into your pocket, isn't it? Ching ching. Yeah. Oh, so how does it work? So it's it's being recorded for Stan, mm. but you're charging for tickets, so you're getting that coin. You getting any coin from Stan? You getting, any, you getting much coin from, from old Stanley? <laughs> what did you earn in the last financial year? <laughs> yeah. You know, is, is that more? Is, are you getting some Stan cash? Do you need some money, Carl? <laughs> 
the hell's wrong with you? We, obviously, we do because we're taking your money for this. <laughs> oh, this, yeah. is, this is what I was thinking about. So, let, so yeah, what's, give us the date quickly. Okay, the, set, the quickly. Quickly, get on with it. <laughs> so we can get back on to how much you're getting for this. <laughs> Saturday, December the 3rd at the Comedy Theatre in Melbourne. Uh, it's, 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 the world keeps happening, um, but also more like some of my favourite stuff in the past couple of years that I haven't been able to record yet, including material from last year's show. So I'll be doing about like 80 minutes. Plus... The Little Dundum Club's own Tommy Dasolo mm. will be opening uh, oh. at the particular gig. Uh, Can I close it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be uh, warming up the crowd with 45 minutes of your jokes. Oh, boy. Just to get them ready. Just to get the audience used so, to the idea of hearing these concepts. To- Tommy, if there's one thing Tommy. I know, Dum Dum Club listeners, it's the love. It's the stand-up of Tommy Dasolo. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, Tommy, you get much coin for this gig? <laughs> How we much, haven't talked numbers yet. How much but, uh, coin are you getting for this? Kid? Well, th- this is what I was thinking about today. So I pay to live in this house with you, Check. and then you you pay us money to come on this podcast and advertise things, and yes. you now pay me money to support you at gigs. So it just works out as this kind of like cost neutral arrangement for me. It's really great. You don't pay the money to live here to me. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I mean, yes. Let's carry on as normal. Well, you take some of this money and get a fucking new bathroom. <laughs> One bathroom, please. <laughs> Coming right up. We should get Armitage Shanks on board as a sponsor. Oh, what is that? Ream. All the toilet brands. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is Armitage Shanks a toilet brand? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Shout out. They're sponsoring us now. Apparently. Okay. Good. Great. <laughs> uh, so that is what? Saturday, December the 3rd. Saturday, December the 3rd. Tickets are on sale now. So it's a huge night of comedy. It starts at 7.15. If you want to come a bit late and miss Tommy, that's fine. <laughs> um, Not fine with me. Understandable. You have to deal with all the people walking in. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be, you know, comedy theatre is like beautiful and, and I feel very, very, very lucky to be doing the show there. Big, big theatre. I saw the film The Neon Demon there as part of the film festival. Oh. It's one of the most objectionable films I've ever seen. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to being up there in that same... Hallowed space that I saw a woman eat an eyeball on a big cinema screen. There, please don't open with this. <laughs> while, while you guys are on, can I get backstage? Can I get access to the writer? Can I get something out of this? Oh yeah, can I get sure. my friend on the door? <laughs> <laughs> as as Half in on, price. on the on stage door, like okay. I can come on and do a spot after him. Jeez, am I? No, <laughs> we got to get. You a... can do the announcements. <laughs> we oh can... please! <laughs> <laughs> you can announce Tommy coming on. Oh yes! <laughs> okay. No, you've seen what he does in it, Carl. For people who don't who've never been to a gig that Carl Chandler runs, he announces the MC by getting on stage and doing about <laughs> seven minutes of material before the MC. About how on. the audience is a cunt. <laughs> hey, one d- big collective cunt. <laughs> hey, does it work? Yes. <laughs> um. uh, we got to get a sweet green room set up backstage at the oh, comedy theater. What do you think? A hip hop show. Fine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Buy tickets, everyone. Please come. <laughs> It'll be the last time I ever do the show. Oh. And hopefully it will bring me to a new level of fame, in which case I will be able to leave this fucking house and never have to do these <laughs> shitty fucking ads on this dick cunt podcast ever again. Uh, so, yeah, Saturday, December the 3rd. Tickets, where can people get tickets from? They can, What's uh, the yeah. easiest link? TomBallard.com? Uh, best details are comedy.com.au, mm-hmm. um, but it's all up on Ticketmaster. Tickets are like 30 bucks, which is pretty good for a comedy theatre show um, and for me. By the way, your management buying up comedy.com.au 20-something years ago yeah. is one of the most genius pieces of forward thinking yeah. that I think exists in any industry. Would you agree? <laughs> I want to say this. Early on when they when they when your management owned comedy.com.au, they, they used to do a bit of pretense of like being a, oh, we're just sort of advertising everyone's comedy. And that lasted <laughs> yeah. about two weeks. And yeah. now it's like, come and see Tom Ballard. <laughs> that is the only comedy show happening in the country well, they are the year. ones. they are the ones fulfilling the invoice for this ad. So let's not... <laughs> Let's not go too hard on burning them. That was a positive thing. 
<laughs> I do think if you like, if you're an alien, you landed in Australia and you wanted to find out about Australian comedians, you would assume that token comedians are the only comedians in this entire country. Well, if you watch TV, you would assume the same. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you even have to be an alien. Just coming from interstate probably does enough of a job of that. <laughs> But shout uh, out to all the aliens that are landing <laughs> here and, and finding out about comedy. As soon Thanks, as alien. <laughs> Thanks, Mork. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> so Seriously, so how old are you? Like, what year were you born in? <laughs> You're allowed to know about stuff from the past. <laughs> nah, no, Do you nah. only know about fucking Lady Gaga? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> is, that, is that the only cu- cultural the, touchstone? That's the first alien you think <laughs> Yeah. Nanu, nanek yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Who's the coolest alien in town these days, Tom? <laughs> Widget, clearly. Widget the world watcher. Yeah. What's that? You're too old for that. that too was... old, matey. That was big when we were kids. Mm-hmm. What was that? I it was a he was a little cartoon alien, and he'd been sent down to Earth, and it was all it was all about in saving the environment. It was one of those nineties kids cartoons where there'd be yeah. there'd be a bit of a lesson and a message in there. I hated it. Probably right up your alley, Tom. I fucking <laughs> love it. Probably the first inspiration for your comedy, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> when I wrote my first joke about yeah. recycling. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what's this? Something boring with a bit of comedy dabbed on top. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, come see me. All the the cartoons were killed. Captain Planet and the Planeteers, they did the same thing. I love Captain Planet. Is that why you're doing the comedy you're doing? Trying to finally take down that hoggish greedly? Pretty much. (laughs) Yeah. So, Saturday's December the 3rd. Comedy.com.au. Come down. It's going to be... You know what? I didn't get to see your show this year and I'm really looking forward to seeing it. Oh, mate. Oh, that'll be great. Yeah, I haven't done a, I haven't recorded anything since like uh, since two thousand nine. So, um, and yeah, beautiful theatre, full stand. They're gonna make it all look nice and pretty. And I'd love um, Dum Dum Crew to be there. Yeah, get down, oh. folks. I, I might come if I'm invited. Am I invited? You're absolutely invited, Carl. I would love you to come. All right, I might come. What, what's the date again? One more time. <laughs> Saturday, December the third. Uh, busy. All right. Uh, no. Okay, we should get into. Do you want to stick around and do some Patreon names with us? Nah. <laughs> all right. Fair. Go on then. People don't want to stick around and listen to it. I can't imagine why anyone would want to stick oh, yeah. around and Sorry participate. Sorry for making this longer again, dear <laughs> listeners. I hear your frustration. Okay, now that we've done the 10-minute ad, the real ad can be here. <laughs> and we must insist on doing our full time. Okay, so. start the clock. Right. <laughs> okay, so as you know, start we are... Start the calendar. We are on Patreon. You can subscribe to, keep, uh, to support the show at various reward levels. $5 a month, you get a newsletter that we make. $10 a month, you get an extra bonus episode that we send out to you and if you put in two dollars or more we read your name out at the start of the show and we cyber bully you yeah find out full details if you go to patreon.com slash little dum dum club um and so here is the here is the here is the bonus bullying uh, segment <laughs> of the show so um shout out thank you very much to nathan iskra iskra yeah mm, nathan iskra nathan is crappy name mm, nathan no? is crafty with how he spends his money uh, What's he chipped in? Don't know. Didn't okay. write that down. Just right. write down names. Iskra. Iskra. I wow. Can I just say, it is such a privilege to be here to see this happen in person. <laughs> I mean, the crafting of it. I mean, normally they're easier when we have a third person in the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, usually the third person's helping us. <laughs> Not shitting on us from a great height. <laughs> Iskra sounds like one of those famous aliens that you were banging on about before. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can even. I think he's looking up comedy.com.au right now, mm-hmm. just discovering all the comedy that Earth and Australia <laughs> has to offer. Nathan is crazy for comedy. Oh, there, there we, we go. go. 
There's the uh, third guest kicking in. Don't Thanks. sit on that for that long. Yeah. If you've got a good one, just go. Just go for it. Yeah. Thanks, come guys. on, Edison. Um, <laughs> thank you, thank Nathan at Iskra. Thanks, thanks, thanks Nathan. Um, I bet I bet he copped all that bullying at school. Mm. He's crazy for comedy. He would have got that, <laughs> obviously. Um, all right, I bet he, well, no, but only if he hated comedy. Oh yeah, you love it. You love comedy. Yeah. You're crazy for it. Yeah. Um, thank you. Here we go. Here we go. Thank you to. He's, this is a guy that we've met before, I believe. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Gervanch. Oh, yes. Oh, you remember Gervanch? Yes, I do. Thank you to Gervanch Bashia. <laughs> Definitely sounds like you've met him before. Well, <laughs> talk to him. I didn't keep announcing him by name in every <laughs> sentence that I use. So, that's, Gervanch I, I Bashia. That's weird, Carl Chandler. What a weird <laughs> yeah. thing for you to do, Carl Chandler. I remember meeting uh, Gervanch at our Sydney show, Yes, uh, him and a couple of mates, and I did see him pipe up on the Facebook the other day and, uh, and say, hey, you know, you haven't read my name out, and I thought, man, I am glad I am not the one that reads those <laughs> names out. Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly why I wrote his name down and I'm saying it right now. I would like to know from Gervanch how good of a job you did just then of pronouncing his name. Bashia. B-H-A-T-I-A. Bashia. Bashia. Yeah, there's there's not too many other ways I could go. Yeah, um, and and I think we're all just sitting here going, how much shit can we hang on in before we start to sound like... Very, very racist. (laughs) Oh, yeah. This this podcast is very concerned (laughs) with never coming across as racist. (laughs) Why? We're not racist. I think full-on racism is the final frontier of this podcast. Exactly. I don't think we've been racist at all. We've been very fattest. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. How much shit can we hang on in before Is he from we get to Sydney? Did you say? Yeah, yeah, Sydney boy. Or maybe he goes King's Cross and he gets bashiered. Oh, <laughs> ah, there we bad. go. Thanks. That's pretty good. Maybe he does. Although King's Cross hasn't King's Cross been all cleaned up now? Uh, yes, it has. <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> Dissect the frog, why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fun. I like to learn a lot about this frog. <laughs> don't really care if it lives or dies. <laughs> Gervanch. Gervanch. Thanks. Uh, Gervanch. Thanks, thanks for. Thanks, Gerv. Yeah, thanks, Gervo. Uh, thanks, Bashia. Um, thank you to Savannah Jarman. Mmm. <laughs> Jarman. And I hope you like <laughs> Savannah Jarman too. Oh, that's good. Yep. That's, that's very good. You know what? what? I am. I don't know if I've ever said this. I am now a genuine fan of Bob, Bar- Bob Marley. <laughs> yeah. Because you. Why, why is it? Is it because you saw the doco a couple of years ago? No. Or is it because of your intense marijuana habit no. that you won't let us bring up on the show? Neither. <laughs> that's, that's not true. <laughs> Although, you know, I lived in Maribor long enough, I should have one. Mm. Um, no, it's because every time we go to Thailand, they, they play a lot of reggae music and now I just go, whenever I hear it, it's like a, it's like a, Fuck. you know, it's like a Pavlov's dog sort of thing. I'm like, it just brings me back. It brings me back. Heaven forbid you listen to Thai music. <laughs> they don't play it though. <laughs> they don't play any Thai music in Thailand? Well, if you go into like a resort, you know, whatever, they, they, they're not. They're they want not, to keep out all that Thai nonsense. It's not, it's not my fault. <laughs> they, they're playing what I think they want, they think that you want to hear. Right, right. Pavlov's and, main. Mangy 40-year-old dog. <laughs> it's, it's sexy dog. <laughs> Bob Marley. Yeah, I'm a, so I'm you, a fan. So it's only because it takes you back to – you have no memories. 
you have no memories in this country of ever having heard any Bob Marley. No. You, so you went over there. Yep. It was a clean slate and yep. you could create those memories in your yep. brain. I just, the first night I ever went to Thailand, I sat, I, I went out by myself. Uh, my girlfriend went to bed very early and I just walked down to the beach. There was a restaurant on the beach. I, I got a great curry and I got a, a big bunch of beers and I was sitting with my feet in the water and they were playing Bob Marley over and over. I was like... This is the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> Your girlfriend's not there. No yeah. woman, no cry. <laughs> <laughs> so good. And now, and now Bob Marley is just a soundtrack to my girlfriend not being there. Great. So I love it. Have you seen the doco about him? <coughs> no. It's really good. I went and when I went in the cinema, there was a guy sitting behind me who clearly knew everything there was to know about Bob Marley. So did, he he, would, did he smell like it? He would, <laughs> he would predict everything that came up. Oh, so, someone, so someone would be going, oh, yes, and of course at this time it was when he met and he'd go, yeah, yeah, and would say the name... It's like, you know, you know all there is to know. Why yeah. come to the movie? It's not a fucking sport. You're not like, going, yeah, come on, get it, do this one, yes. <laughs> and then it's he died. The... Get in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Fuck yes, had money on that. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Thanks. Uh, yeah, who was that again? Savannah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Savannah, you got away with murder there with that name. <laughs> yeah. Detailed, derailed into Carl's... Just got a lot of Bob Marley there. Well, I, um, I toured with Lloyd Langford, uh, who's a Welsh comedian who's fantastic, who is a huge Bob Marley fan as well. And I made myself and no one else laugh a lot by imagining a Welsh Bob Marley fan. <laughs> and I hope you like jam and tool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, I watched that doco and I got really into it. You yeah. know, like if you just sit and watch something on a big screen for two hours, you, you become fanatic where right. you're like... Yeah, this guy's amazing. Because you're just hearing all about their impact. And I was yeah. like, that, that's it. I'm going home. I'm going to get deep into Bob Marley. I'm going to get all his stuff and I'm going to go deep in. And then went and listened to him. I'm like, this is silly. <laughs> uh, I've, got, I've got the greatest hits on my iPhone and I listen to it all the time. Do you really? It's good. Yeah, yeah, you close your eyes, put your feet in the bath. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, piss on What's that YouTube just... footage of the street of Thailand as yes. well? Yes. <laughs> oh, well, I've got a new thing. So I've, I've upped it. I now, when I go to the gym and I do treadmill work... I get on YouTube and I just look for random Thailand um, amateur shot videos. And so if anyone walks past me at the gym, if you go to Hawthorne Gym and you see me on the treadmill, walk past and you will just see me every day uh, watching uh, amateur cam video of someone walking through a food market. Most people do that with porn. (laughs) You're going... The amateur yeah. star, Thailand stuff. Who's doing that with porn? No one watches porn at the gym. No, amateur videos. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I bet people watch porn at the gym. I did I bet that. there are people that watch porn would at it, the would gym. It, would it be blocked? You can't do that, though. You can't be what on you the... mean blocked? Well, surely you can put, like, uh, safety blocks on, on the internet in the, the treadmill. Yeah, well, just use your 4G. I want this for you, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to run with a hard on? <laughs> Maybe it's better for you. Maybe imagine if you found, imagine if that's how you found out that there's some real like workout <laughs> secret. If you're wrecked when you run, something about the blood being in a different area, like it just is. I way can't imagine for that you. being good at all. If all your blood's there and the well, rest of you doesn't have blood and you're trying to run, there's only one way to find out. Lads, <laughs> get your laptops out. Oh, all right, um, that was still Savannah, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks, Savannah Jarman, um, for all all the images that your name um, conveyed. Uh, thank you too. Here we go. Thank you to Sarah, and this is a Polish name, so it's going to be tricky. Sarah Wlodachik. Wlodachik? Yeah. Wlodachik. Wlodachik. Yeah. <laughs> she chips into the Patreon. What a chick. Yeah, yes. Um, because you know what? This is, this is a long-held theory of mine. Mm-hmm. Polish. 9-11 was <laughs> the Polish, an inside job. The Polish are the most attractive race <laughs> in the world. 
<laughs> That's a long-held theory he said of mine. It. And the inevitable question, who is the least attractive (laughs) racist in the world? No comment. You you joke, but he's actually told me in conversation. Oh, God. The Polish, the most attractive race in the The world. The answer will shock you. (laughs) I've never met a a, a Polish person. Is that post-Hitler's invasion? I've I've never met a Polish person that I didn't have a hard-on on the treadmill. Fuck it, hell. Good-looking people, so, um, and I'm, I'm sure Sarah Wolota Chick is no exception. Are you? How confident are you that that's a Polish name, though? Very confident. Okay. Um, it's because w- you read it and got erect immediately. And yeah. You're like, I know what race this is. Exactly. And that, how that, that there's not too many races that that, that happens for. <laughs> um, and it's spelled it's spelled W L O D A R. C Z Y K. Whoa. As if yeah. I needed to spell it out. You guys got it. <laughs> but anything with a Wolod, that's Polish, mm. definitely. That's, yeah. That's, you know, that's the old saying. If it's a Wolod, it's Polish. So. <laughs> What's number two with the races? Oh, number two. I don't know. I haven't thought about it. Like, uh, I don't think Polish is a race. By daylight. Um, that's number two. That's how far in front the Polish are. I see. What do you mean? You don't, know, you don't think Polish is a race? I don't think so, no. What do you. What do you call people? It's a from? nationality. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, rare to see him. it's rare to see him with nothing, and that was a great moment just then. But Australian isn't a race, isn't it? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no it's not. What? What am I? You know then? that there are people of other races who are Australian. What am I then, Carl? What? You're Caucasian or uh, Anglo-Saxon. Okay, all right. Well, I mean nationality then. Okay. The, the, the most attractive nationality. Okay, great. Right. Fuck me. <laughs> I do know what he thinks is the least attractive race though. That still stands. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> Don't shirt, Sarah. Pella was complaining about racism before. Let's not prove him right. <laughs> I'm going to take that as a question. Uh, okay, what do you got? What do you got right. next? Thank you. Two more to go. Two to go. Thank you to uh, Lara Broomfield. Uh, Lara Broomfield. Yeah. Our old friend Lara Broomfield. Old Tom, Lara Broomfield came along to our first ever – well, she's been at all our Perth live shows. Oh, right. The first one that we did, she uh, made a big point of sh- – should we say this? I think you should allude to things. Okay. She was um, very uh, – Was this drugsy? She want what? <laughs> no. <laughs> Hey, Can don't be racist against Perth people, all right? It was yeah, that was it, an amazing illusion that just happened. It was, <laughs> it was someone. It was, Lara wanted us to have a lot of fun, okay, at mm. the Perth show. That's and right. She, you could say she's a bit of a midnight runner. Yeah, she came prepared. She came. Uh, she likes Bob Marley. Yeah, yeah. Well, a bit harder than Bob Marley. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. And she. So we talked about it. At the show at the time that she yeah. was at, and she hated it. So I imagine she's loving this. We saw her on the weekend. Let's put it this way: she met Fleety and got along with him very well. So, <laughs> yeah, very we nice. love Lara. Thanks, Lara. Yeah, she also likes heckling during the show. So yes, uh, yes, she's a big fan of that. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, she did. She did. She heckled during the show with her own name this last week. Yeah, I like that a lot. She yelled out her own name. Yeah, that's which good. Is, uh, good stuff. That's a good heckle. Yeah. <laughs> Just yell out your own name. Yeah. Wow. Um, all right. Lastly, uh, one last. Hmm, okay. Interesting. Uh, is, there one, is, is this it or we – I got to go soon. Is this the last one? Yeah. This is the last one. Yeah. The last okay. One. Right. Yeah. Well, I'll stay one. for one more. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Stay. Good. Cool. Oh, thanks, man. The last ones are usually pretty boring. Mm. Well, we'll just knock this off quickly and then we'll be all able right. to yeah, all okay. go to bed. We'll knock what off, sorry. Yeah. 
What? Just this last name. Right. Sorry. Right. Okay. Um, thank you to <coughs> Jonathan Shit. <laughs> it's weird because we know a guy called Jonathan Schuster, so it's sort of it's sh- I thought it was going to be him, yeah, but yeah. took a bit of a different turn there. Yeah. Um, more like Jerkathan uh, 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 Shit. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny. Got him. More like John on the John on the Jonathan. Oh. Oh, I'm Tommy and, like the toilet. and Ballard's yeah. John. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> it's a bad toilet. Yeah. Tom, what do you got? Um, well, I mean, I don't know. Is there something in the last name? Or what was it again? Shit, wasn't with the, it? Is that with a C? Like S-C-H-O-T? Yeah. Uh, is that yeah. Polish? Is it the, yeah, was it the Polish one? Woloda Chick? No. Shit. So how's shit, shit spelt? S-H-I-T. Oh, fuck, these are getting harder. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan, should I get another last name? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Fucking done him. That's got him. good. Got him, John. Thanks, John. Thanks, Thanks John. John. <laughs> Cheers, John. Uh, okay, we quickly got to mention we have a Christmas Eve gig in Melbourne on sale. We're doing a live episode of this podcast, Christmas Eve, which I believe you may be able to make an appearance at. Maybe. Yeah. Oh. Don't you have a family in Warrnambool to go to? Well, <laughs> the, we've, the, there are... There are multiple Swedish people in my family now, like partners of people. There are two Swedish girlfriends. Oh. So Swedish Christmas is on Christmas Eve. So in Melbourne on that on that day, we're having a thing. So then I could come into the thing after that. Oh, well, you know, the Swedes have had a good, too good for too long. They <laughs> think they're the most attractive race of them all. But and then they've, they've been just found out when they were all listening to this podcast. Supplanted <laughs> by <laughs> the polls. Um, so go to littledumdumclub.com for tickets to that. Cheap in patreon.com slash littledumdumclub. Oh, how about we announce this? I think, I believe by the time uh, this goes out that this will be on sale. But we have it restocked. We got a new T-shirt. Oh yes. We have restocked. We're not. If you go to our, uh, our website, we've always got the "I'm Aware" of Little Dumbling Club T-shirt. We now we are restocking the white logo burger logo uh, T-shirt. So if you want the if you missed out last time, there's been plenty of people that have watched Tom Ballard's gala spot <laughs> and looked at the little logo that he was uh, wearing on his shirt and wanted one of them. Uh, we are going to. We have reprinted the white. Burger logo T-shirt. So if you want the, uh, if you want to show your uh, true colours and not just have the black I'm aware shirt, mm-hmm. we've got the actual logo for sale. So littledumdumclub.com for all that stuff. Comedy.com.au. Tom Ballard. The world keeps happening. Saturday, December the third in Melbourne at the Comedy Theatre. Yeah. Enjoy this episode with Sean McAuliffe and Ben Lomas, and we'll see you next time. Oh, hang on. What? I want to say this. Okay. We've got – sorry, this needs to go a bit longer. I want to say this. Uh, uh, sorry, A, two things. A, sorry that Lomas didn't say comedy or riffing enough mm-hmm. in this episode because yes. we got oh, scared. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we got yeah. scared of McAuliffe. Okay, I know what you're about to say. Yeah, and yeah. secondly, have a listen and see what you think <laughs> Sean McAuliffe thinks my name is. <laughs> Because all the way through it, he kept saying something else that's There's, not my name. Towards the, he said it once or twice, kind of early on through the episode, and then there was a point where he was really talking to you directly, and yeah. he kept saying it. Yeah, and I was like, this motherfucker doesn't know what Carl's name is. Yeah, oh. and this is now a running thing. Like, I think he either called me Cole or Kyle. I yeah, think. yeah. Have a listen. I haven't listened back to it, so he calls me something that's not Carl. But and I kept thinking, I got to bring this up, but also I didn't want to rip on Sean McAuliffe. I didn't yeah, embarrass him. The same with me. If it had been anyone else. Else, yeah. I would have just gone. That's not my name, by yes. the way. You yes. know that, don't you? <laughs> yes. Um, but having said that, uh, uh, when we had the the uh, TIFF 
episode with Dill. Yes. Tiffany Hall and Dill episode. Um, Ed Cavalier sat in on it. Yes. He came in. He came in babysitting Tiff for some reason, and he yeah. comes in and he goes, "Yeah, yeah, Kyle." And I was like, "Just so you know, that's not my name." <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So what is it again? Sorry, it's Kyle. Kyle. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you got to know that for when you put him on the door for your stand-up yeah, show on right, December the third. Right. What? Yeah. Fuck. People I'll put Tommy plus one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I have to be on the door. I'm on the gig. <laughs> hey, I don't want you putting my name on there. A lot of people will freak out. Just put me my non. Non-diplom, Jonathan shit. Right? <laughs> uh, okay, so for the for the listen in close, folks, and see what you yeah, let's get people to write in what they think it is, Cole or Kyle. Yeah. I think it was Kyle. Is but it anyway? Yeah, I, I, thought, don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Bit, I think it went up and down a bit. Anyway, enjoy the episode. Now, how rough do you want me to be, you know? Because you probably like swearing and everything. I'll go extremely no, no, rough. No, I go rough at just, it. Just drop the C-bomb. No, no. It, it, look, this show goes up and down. Like, sometimes it gets really rough. But then, like, last week we did a thing with Fiona Lachlan having come back from rehab. And Whoa. it was all sort of semi-serious. But it was still us making fun of her. But, yeah. Oh, good. All right. No, it's all right. No, I just mean swearing. I, oh, no, no, no. I said I work blue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A bit of dignity in my career. <laughs> Can we include that bit? I've, I've been recording this whole time. The show has officially begun if we want it to. Hey, mates, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Daslow, and sitting next to me is the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. Hey, dickhead. Well, people have potentially heard our two guests up the top of the show already, so should we just <laughs> should we just go straight into it? Is that is that like a um, have we got up top of the show? Is that like one of those uh, uh, you know R ratings or M ratings? Just just Sean McCall's voice saying how how blue do I go on this show? Is, <laughs> yeah, it, is that yeah. like a warning? Is it's that a, a lo- language it, warning? Yeah, it's a language warning, but the language warning itself doesn't know what it is, so right, it's right. questioning you at the beginning <laughs> of the was, show. He was warning himself. <laughs> It's good. Very general language warning. We could speak French, Ben. Yes, bonjour. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Glad we had a warning. Uh, Trey Bon, Ben, Trey Bon. Uh, fromage. Yeah. That's all I got. Well, let's let's let's. Oh, that's funny that the only word you know of French is cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Very yeah, weird for Ben Lomas. Well, joining us today on the program, Ben Lomas and Sean McAuliffe, yeah. everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Ben, you got top billing. Oh, yeah, thank you. Wow. Yeah. Two big heavy hitters of comedy. So, well, I'm, happy. One, I'm happy. One big in career, one in stature. Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Oh, wait, Ben. Uh, hang oh. on. Let me switch that cord over. Oh, dodgy cord. The jokes are important to us. You just hang on the Great line. Great there, Sean. No, it's good. <laughs> Have you... Now, you lost weight. Last time I saw you, you'd lost weight. Save you it, were telling it, us. Save it, save it, save it. Oh. Hold on to it. Hold on to it. Hold on He's to so it. excited. <laughs> All right. Can we definitely not hear Lomas? Good. Let's go. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight ahead. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Ben, we, we couldn't hear Ben, and he was coming up with some killer material. <laughs> so just take it as red. <laughs> yeah, some comedy gold there. Now, you were telling me the last time we met Ben, you, which you were very kindly doing a bit of warm-up for us on Matters Health. Yes, yes. And you were just about to have your second child. Correct. And you said you'd lost some weight. I remember you telling me you'd lost a lot of weight. You are in shape. Yes. yes. Um, I was lying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think that was, uh, was me probably just uh, riffing with the audience. But you had no material. You were just making stuff up. You're making stuff up. I mean, it's all true. But you had done open slather. I mean, you done open slather, and you and you were a lean machine for that show. Yeah, but well, I was lean machine at the start. So yeah. this is when I did a show where I did 
they had catering, and at the start uh, of the it was it was Ben Lomas's Raging Bull. Yes, <laughs> you lose weight to get yourself on the TV, and then you get the gig, and you go, "Great, now I can balloon out." Yeah, well, it's the Jake Lamotta of comedy. <laughs> was it the cream biscuits? Uh, <laughs> it was no. It was worse. As, you know, catering when catering knows your name, and they put aside bacon for you, <laughs> you know you're in trouble. But no, when, when, they're, when they're putting it as a bookmark in your scripts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another joke! Another piece of bacon. <laughs> no, but I had. When I when I first started doing Amen Slater, I'd lost eighteen kilos, and then uh, throughout eight months of shooting, I'd put on twenty. Wow! Wow! Now, and the thing about it, I didn't really notice it until. So really, you only put on two through doing the show. Yeah, if you think about Which it, which is not bad. Yeah, I'm doing really well. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the worst is we did pre-shoots where I was like in this nice suit, and they showed the sketch, mm. and then. Uh, it was like the last, like the final episode, and then they showed another scene where uh, I was playing a farmer, and I put it all on. And I was there with my partner, and when they showed the sketch, she goes, "God, you look good in a suit." And when the next sketch came, she went, "Oh, for the love of God!" <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, you got to be what you are. You can't fake it on TV. I'll no, give you this can't. piece of unsolicited advice for you: <laughs> that the audience can tell when you're being dishonest with them. Yeah. So you so- in a suit is a lie. <laughs> You in some dungarees? <laughs> Maybe even just one shoulder button? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's probably all I can... Well, I'll probably eat it. No. Um, oh. What's your regime, Sean? Because you're on, you're on TV, you know, very regularly. Do you, do you stress about the, uh, the old appearance on the, on the box? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been... Uh, I don't know what you went up to, Ben. I got up, uh, up to one at a 134. 134. Well, I got up to 100. Okay. That's as much as I can get. And you're a bit taller than me, so, uh, you know, we can carry a bit of extra weight <laughs> without it killing us. But on television, they say it adds 20 pounds. I don't know what that is in metric. Yeah. But uh, you do look heavier on television anyway. It's, what was it's the genesis of that theory? Do you know uh, what well, I mean? I, I, no, it's true. It's How true. long after the invention of television were people going, you know what? Everyone looks really fat on this thing. I think it was <laughs> okay. When it used to be uh, just the normal uh, square, I think everyone was okay. When it became widescreen, <laughs> we just fitted. This, it was the same image, just stretched slightly. When, when I mean, people oh, first saw Laurel and, Laurel and Hardy on screen, they saw Hardy in real life and went, fuck, he's a beanpole. What happened? <laughs> what happened up there? Yeah, they couldn't even see you know, the other one. The first time I looked at it, the, remember the first time like you saw an HD TV and just going like, oh, this is going to change everything. People yeah. look, seeing every detail. That's mm. not good. It looked like uh, the original video of soap opera, you know, when it, everything looked too clear. And too you could see smooth. Everyone's yeah, shiny. bad skin and everything. And then as soon as they brought HD in, uh, it's like they reverted to that. And, of course, they needed special makeup. It wasn't very helpful for sketch comedy because you could see the join on the bald cap <laughs> between your head and the bald cap. And honestly, it didn't, didn't help sketch comedy at all. I think Open Slather might be the very first comedy that died Ever. because of HD. <laughs> well, yeah, let's blame well, it on we, that. Yeah. <laughs> it was HD's fault yeah. and HD, nothing else. Does HD stand for horrible direction? Now, 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 now. <laughs> <laughs> I should ask Ben. I don't know. I mean, uh, yes, is yes. it okay to go there? Is it? Uh, we look, talk about Open Slather. Of course, we can talk about Open Slather. You, I mean, were, you were an ensemble cast member of Open Slather. Yes. Yes. You, were, you were actually you were actually part of what I consider to be a very very um, entertaining group of young performers. Yes, who I w- I would have much rather watched than those older ones. <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you, yeah. we've yeah. seen the others and they're very good and okay. That's great. But I th- I felt that the writing. Uh, and the uh, the writer performers, and I assume you're all writing your own material. Yes, yes. If you were allowed to have it on air, uh, that's that's what I w- that's a show I wanted to see. Well, and I think that was some of the issues. That it was two shows in one, mm. 
So um, there was a lot of the And they were both shit. They were, <laughs> no, they were both shit. There was yeah, Sean, when you were talking about the show before, feel free to use some of that language you were asking for permission for. Okay. Shit house. No, but no, but like anything, it was an hour-long sketch show and they were yes. trying to appease everyone. So, of course, there were going to be sketches that people liked and there was going to be sketches that people hate and there were going to be sketches that people wanted to kill people about. But it was just, yeah, it was some parts were good and yeah. some parts were bad. It's but a smorgasbord. It is, yeah. And it was amazing because we went from parodies to, you know, sketches to weird characters. There was no real... Well, I miss the... Uh, I miss you didn't have any live night stuff and I would have thought that's that's yeah. the time when just, you get to show your personality. Just so we know, <laughs> just so we know at home, we are, we are officially doing an OB today, an outside yeah. broadcast. <laughs> we're, we're sitting outside in a park, our fresco podcasting. Yeah. yeah. And, and some children are coming over to yeah. us. Yeah. As is, as is uh, the want with this podcast, we are now currently surrounded by about three dozen teenage girls. So there is a bit of Beatlemania happening at the moment. Well, it's taking the heat off me. Uh, <laughs> which one are we? If this is the Beatles, which ones are we? And now there's two policemen approaching us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah. no, just, oh, now, now, they're oh hi. now they're waving at us. Yeah. Yes, okay, so. yeah, autograph Slater. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, totally. You probably <laughs> see me on Open Slater. Uh, <laughs> we are four guys holding microphones to our yeah. mouths. <laughs> we must look insane. <laughs> I'm George. Sitting next to a bin. <laughs> All right, yeah, we'll, we'll do She Loves You soon. Okay, yeah, thanks, yeah. guys. All right, back. Back to the show. Sorry. It's just uh, like Shea Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> this, yeah, this is where it ends. We never do anything ever again after this. Uh-oh, we can't even hear us play our own instruments. Yep. Now, now the... Um, oh, now we're, really good. Someone's Someone's coming over. we're actually getting in trouble with the teacher right yeah, now. Yeah, the teacher's going to come over. And no, 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 no. They're fine. No, yeah, that's fine. It's fun. The creating yeah, ambience. Can Thank we you. interview each and every one of them one by one? Is that cool? <laughs> No, it's the, um, sorry, the, the teacher is coming over to talk to us. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, sorry home. no, that's fine. Thank you. No, we're Thank okay. you. We're good. Thank, Thank you. you. It's no, only yeah, one of you. one of Australia's top twenty comedy podcasts <laughs> being recorded over here. Yes. So she really wants to shut those kids up. <laughs> yeah. she? she wants. She came over and asked if she should get the children to shut up because yep. they're interfering with the podcast. If they can all sit over there silently in the park, that would be that would be great. Just everyone shut up and sit on the grass. I kind of hope this is coming through. I hope you can kind of hear the children in the yeah. back. It'd be kind of nice, you know. It sets. It Kind of a nice if they can't, now, if, if your audience can't hear them, it's just been a really boring three minutes of <laughs> yeah. conversation by us. That's pretty short for us by our standards. <laughs> <laughs> so we should, I don't know, we, we haven't mentioned this. Oh, you did mention this before, but uh, uh, Sean, you and Ben know each other from Ben doing warm-up. Yes, on uh, yes. your show Mad as Hell. Yeah, Ben does uh, a great job. For anyone who doesn't Thank know you. the context there, it just sounded like you went right on him about his weight, <laughs> having just met him mere moments ago on the show. No, no, no. I, do, I, look, I must admit, Ben, I can't tell. Like I said, ben, yes, Ben's no. a tall guy. It, 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 I, it doesn't register well, with I mean, me at all. But you, I was conscious <laughs> of the fact that Ben had mentioned that he lost a lot of weight. Yeah. If, if you I take two yo-yo. buckets out of the ocean, you're not going to notice, are <laughs> <say> you? <it>, so. <laughs> Zero, no, dear. No, no, I'm no, sorry, Ben. No, sorry, no, brought no, it up. No, I'm used to uh, being bullied. <laughs> no, um, no. When you're a tall guy, you can hide it a lot more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got. I, I mean, I, I lost about ten kilos. I suppose I went down from from about 97 to about 87, and and then I went to India and I went down to 85, uh, which is too much. Because yeah. when you get to my age, and this is all way ahead of you, and I imagine way ahead of all of your listeners who wouldn't be my age. Um, 
you can't you can't lose too much weight. Cole, mm. you shouldn't ever lose anything. <laughs> <laughs> so it just hangs off you and you got no you got no actual then, suppleness well, but also, of your body. Losing those two face. kilos in India, I'm I'm kinda gonna hazard a guess at the way that you lost that weight and say yeah. that's not healthy. That was only while I was at the airport. <laughs> waiting for the plane out. But then when you're at uh, your uh, age and you start losing that weight, yes. then people think you're sick. Yes, well. they do, assume you're dying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Yeah. It, it is. Who did that recently? They lost a lot of weight and it was – no one wanted to say anything because it was sort of like, well, you've got cancer, don't you? Oh, yeah. It was someone in comedy. Yeah, it was, was that it? guy on Open Slather. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Peter, Peter Sellers said that uh, you should never lose weight as a comedian. Really? Yeah. That's it. Uh. And he did, but he lost a lot of weight. But, so, uh, right. So he says that and then he <laughs> goes yeah. and just No one anyway. else. He, yeah. no he wanted everyone else him. to remain fat so that he looked even better by comparison. Yeah. Maybe I'm misremembering. Maybe he didn't say it. But he certainly did lose some weight. But I've heard, I've heard it said. What's, what's your regime then to get 10 kilos down? What did you do to get... I just didn't eat crap. Right. Okay. <laughs> that was, didn't, I mean, I, have, don't me have, it. I don't have many vices at all. So it wasn't a lot I had to give up. But uh, uh, yes, yeah, so it was rice paper rolls for dinner and uh, a bit of fish for, for lunch. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Instead of going down to that Williamstown ice creamery for dinner. Yes, yes. Yeah. And That's just right. water, Having though. All- Isn't that your trick as well, water? Um, I, uh, I do drink water. I don't have any soft drinks. Certainly yeah. I have soft drink, and I don't, uh, yes, I don't have any orange juice. We've talked about this. This is how we warm up the audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not. Yeah. We just riff on yeah. juices. We just have a bit of a chat about the, the, our various the girls, regimens. The girls in the park are entranced by this warm up at the moment, so it's working yet again. They're doing a project. <laughs> uh, oh, I just remembered who it was. Mike Wilmot. Oh, right. Mike yes. Wilmot, oh, last yes. time he came yes. out to the country, had oh, lost right. a ton of weight. And it, I remember us all being backstage at Spleen and... and it's no one really wanted to go, you look great, in case it was like, no, I'm. this is my last tour of this country. Yeah, 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 yeah. Alan Bro lost a lot of weight too, yes, a few years yes. ago. I remember thinking, thinking Jesus Christ. Mm. Are you okay? Yeah. yeah. When I had to hold him, you know, <laughs> thought he was, he was on his last legs. I, I want to bring this up, Ben Lomas, because uh, I'm not sure what your, your writing regime is, Sean. Um, I mean, <laughs> do you just – you do it at home, I guess? Do you, you, can you work at home? Uh, yes. Yeah, we, we do have a – we do have like a – a computer room, we call it the computer room, but so so it is dedicated to is that the West Wing homework, a bit like the West Wing. We have a lovely garden, some some peacocks on the in the rose garden there, um, and we can we can hear the throb of the traffic. Um, but, Where do you uh, get your ideas from? <laughs> small man in a cupboard. Uh, yeah, well, look, in terms of writing, uh, mad as hell, that's done. Primarily in at, a, at work, in a, in at work, if yep. that be the ABC, with its lovely stained ceilings <laughs> and filthy carpet, and I think we're, I think that's it for us. Uh, that that's the last time we'll be writing, and all of us will be writing. Yeah, in, that's in right. the in the decommissioned portables. Yeah, in there. yeah, yeah. Uh, but when I'm doing, uh, and, uh, but I work at home too, and uh, I I keep bankers hours. I, I write from about ten to five. Right. Um, and you can do that. You're not. You're not, uh, no, not distracted. You're not. You don't have any distractions in the in the room. I, I'm reasonably uh, disciplined now. I used to, you know, any <laughs> excuse you'd go off to watch something on television and or the fridge or Ben, you know this. You know <laughs> watch stuff like. on the fridge. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you don't hit the YouTube and then what? No, 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 yes. no, no. What, what no. am I going to watch on YouTube? Myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this is 
I guess this is why I bring it up. I'd like to hear the contrast between you and Ben Lomas <coughs> because Ben Lomas is from what I've been hearing lately. Is there there's a there's a little writing wor- uh, workshop? Oh, there's a there's a Ben. Do you, do you write anything? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just riff, Sean. Yeah. Uh, well, that's true. When when you're a stand up, no, I'm not a stand up, and I'm not I've not experienced what it's like to be a stand up. <laughs> developing material, but I'm assuming that you would go in with a few bullet points and yet then you would gradually improvise and build your act around those. Oh yeah, the three of us, we're yeah, all right. doing a gig tonight, we're all going to be riffing about schoolgirls yeah, later tonight, yeah, based on today's experience. I go up there oh, with dear. a blank page and comedy just takes and come back, my body. Come back with even less. <laughs> <laughs> well, the audience is, a, I imagine, a good editor of material, you sort of know what works and what yeah, doesn't. Yeah, usually booze mean not very good. <laughs> But any response is good, isn't it? Would yes, you rather that yes. than, a, than nothing from an audience? Yeah, no, no. The silence is... Uh, I, I don't know if Ben is like this with warm-up, but uh, there's always at least one laugh off Ben Lomas's <laughs> material, and it is him. <laughs> He's a big laugher at his own gear. I do like it, because I love doing uh, warm-up for your shows. It's a great audience, and they like comedy. Yes, uh, but occasionally but I have to do warm-up for other shows. Like what? Like what shows? Look, I don't want to mention their names. <laughs> All right, just but, um, take the mic away. Give, yeah. us, a, give us a hint. Oh, right, maybe a quizzy sort of show. Yeah, maybe right, one of those right. ones. Oh, um, okay. okay. Uh, or, yeah, reality kind of shows. But there was one oh, where the I, news. I had to fill yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm doing the news. Oh, man, that show's death. <laughs> yeah. I can hear nothing from the audience. We've got to get yeah. Peter Hitchin in next time. Yeah. yeah in like, the podcast with you. Yeah, four people die in Bangladesh. Hey, what's the deal with cupcakes? <laughs> 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 no, I had to fill in for an hour and 40 minutes, right? So I had to, so the first I was trying to keep them entertained. They were waiting for the host to come back. Something yes. had happened to the host. What, what, what had happened to the host? I don't know. Oh, hang on, take the mics down. <laughs> <laughs> what, what happened to oh, they, might have got out. They, they probably needed a rest. They, yeah. right, right, Something right. like that. Sure. Um, okay. Um, but there's a moment well, where... Well, schoolgirls have got some hot showbiz gossip. Are we talking about Eddie Maguire? <laughs> no, 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 we're not talking about Eddie Maguire. We're not, think what else on the record, is. we're not talking about Eddie Maguire. <laughs> Okay, right. Looks like the bleep function the, might be uh, a bit of a go there. Yeah. But um, no, it's um, I had to fill in and I went for an hour and 40 minutes. And there were moments where I'd, I'd done after an hour and 20 minutes all my stories. Yes. And I actually, there's a moment where you just run out of every idea and you just start looking at things <laughs> and just naming them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So that's it. That's, that's, that's the lowest. That's, the, that's that, as far as you can go. Yeah. There was just one to point, point at something and say table. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Or as I went, that's a bright light. <laughs> <laughs> Which no one would have noticed three hours into yeah, a TV no, record. Because no. after you've spoken to everyone about eight times. Yeah. And what is you, this like a big family show? So you can't even, yeah, you yeah. can't be blue. You oh, can't, you can't roast be blue. people in the audience. No. I did one reality show where I gave away the winner oh. before Ooh. before it was even announced. What was the name of the show? Uh, that was uh, that, that was open slather. The <laughs> <laughs> and no, the winner was everyone no who didn't tune in. <laughs> open slather. It was a great show. I'm happy to do I it. Liked, again. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, no. Um, so yeah. No. But warm up with yours. It's easy because you come out and chat to the audience. That's right. Well, I think that's important. I'm surprised that it's not done by everybody. Yeah. No. It's definitely not done. Really? By that's interesting. Yeah. No. I quite like talking to the audience uh, because there's the there's the me that's on camera that talks to the audience. Yeah. Like, I, but I'm not really talking. I'm talking to the home audience and they're sort of listening in. But then I figure figure you should talk to them. Otherwise, they'd think you're a bit of a you know, a bit of a snort if you didn't talk to them yeah. directly. And also they just continually want to ask questions. Like yeah, you they have die die hard fans that They do. They ask it they ask <laughs> all the same questions. <laughs> 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 what are right. they? Do do 
Do Milo Kerrigan. Yep. Do Milo Kerrigan. Yes, is, is, so it's not really even a question. It's just a, an order. <laughs> that was my first question to you the first time you did this do podcast. Do Milo Kerrigan? So, yeah. well, that's fine. That was a good question. No, very easy one to answer that one. So I do a bit of Milo. And uh, other impressions? We do some impressions yes, together, yes, don't we? Yes, we do. Oh, um, together? Does Ben Lomas do impressions? Why you bring that up? There you go. No, do the one you do, Ben. Do, do your impression. No, oh, wow. you make me do impressions. You do good impressions. I can't do them, and then everyone laughs at me. <laughs> oh, please. please. Do Jimmy Stewart. No, I, I All right, Miss, get those children to shut this up. Is, this is why it's a good act. <laughs> it's a good act. I, I give him. I throw names to him, and he doesn't know who I'm talking about. It's like you've hired a very, a very terrible ventriloquist dummy. No, it's no. Like I'm Tom Cruise, and he's Rain Man. <laughs> no, so do Jimmy Stewart, and he says, "Gee, that's a bright light." <laughs> An hour and 20 minutes act. later. No, I remember the first time I, I did your show and then people like asked the audience, I said, oh, do you have anyone quest- any questions about the show? And people, and I, I hadn't worked on the show, so I didn't know anything about the show. And then someone asked the question and you went, oh, this will be good. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know anything. Like, people always ask, are the fish real? That's yes, the fish real. They were very concerned about the fish, yeah, aren't they? Which worries me a bit. You know, you're watching a show, you're presumably entranced, but I'm captivated <laughs> with my performance and all they do is look past me to some videoed fish that are in the yeah. wall. You've done your banker's hours with all your writing and yes. all they want to know about is the fish. That's it. That's all the fish. Do you ever get people, when they ask questions in the audience, like trying to get a gig on the show in some capacity? Oh. Does that happen a bit? I haven't noticed that. Have you noticed that? I have noticed that. Some people showing off a little bit? Yeah. Well, no, I think there was, there was a couple of times where we had a couple of weeks in a row where a, like, a young guy would ask a question and try and be funny. Ah, yes. And then you'd do this, you go... Yep, next question. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. I'm sure I was much nicer than that. Because I, I went to a taping of The Daily Show a few years ago in New York, and the warm-up guy specifically says, when, when John Stewart comes out, don't, don't be trying to – don't ask him – you can ask him questions. Don't ask how to get a job on the show. There's ways of doing that. He comes out, first question is some kid going, so if I wanted to work on this show, and I got the sense that hap- that happened in there uh, every recording. I reckon oh. there'd be someone in there. Was he was was John Stewart? I imagine it would be a pretty likable sort of fellow off camera. Yeah, he was he was cool about it, but you could tell he was just going fuck it. Like you could see him looking over at the warm up guy, going, "Didn't well, you give him the spiel about?" Yeah, but, you, but you imagine that the, the warm up guy saying that <laughs> mate, puts the idea into yeah. Him, <laughs> to, be, to, to be fair, was the guy Trevor Noah in the audience? Because <laughs> that might be a good idea. Then. It was a young Ronnie Chang. <laughs> Um, oh, I, don't, I, I've, I haven't watched it recently, but when I did watch maybe the first four or five episodes, I didn't think he was really nailing it, Trevor Noah. No, he wasn't at Am the I start. Right? No, he oh, wasn't look, at the start. Now he's doing quite well. Is he? Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll be the first ones to defend that man since he <laughs> was booked to do our podcast and pulled out with about five minutes to go. So we're, yeah. we're massive fans here. So. <laughs> yeah, he pulled out of a live show. Yeah, oh, as, we wow. were, doing as, a great as the job. audience were filtering in, we got a message saying, doesn't want to do it anymore. So yeah. good guy. Yeah, yeah. So what did you do instead? Yeah, who filled in? Uh, we yeah. just got Ben to do an impression of Trevor <laughs> Noah. Uh, and do that do that for us again, would you? Um, do the accent. I'm uh, South African. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, hey, hey, look, there's a light up there. <laughs> that, I will say that's, that's the one right. good thing about the new Daily Show is that at the start of every episode, he does remind you where he's from and what race he is. Oh, I think yeah, that's yeah, cool yeah. that he starts every show <laughs> by reminding you that he's South African. That's how people talk. Uh, I'm so, so good at accents. <laughs> so, but, so you... you we, we talked very briefly off air about this. So you you attract, I think, very... Uh, Wait, we well, didn't finish Ben's working habits. Oh, oh Wasn't no. that what you were setting up? Okay, well, we can do that. We can do that. Okay. Sorry, I just My thought we'd gone into here. Yes. People need to know, Sean. What, so, <laughs> what time do you get up 
uh, in the morning. Assuming get, it is the morning. I get up at quarter to six. <laughs> quarter to six. And then what time do you, you go to bed, presumably, pretty soon after that? No, I stay up. Because <laughs> you got the children. i got the children. i gotta go to, I got to go to kickboxing first before the kids well, wake well, up. Well, hang, hang on a minute. What? <laughs> you got to go to where? Kickboxing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Have you not met Stan the Man Longanides ever? <laughs> <laughs> so breakfast is at what time? Uh, breakfast is uh, at 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. Uh, so you've already been to kickboxing? Yes, I have. Uh, so you would tend to the children at that point? Yes, children wake up. Uh, and then they... Are they school age yet? No, two and a half and four weeks. Okay. so I wish they were at school. Do you look after them at home? Uh, I do, a couple of days That's a week. Nice. Do you know their names? Uh, Minka. Uh, I don't want to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> I assume that's why you made that name up. Minka. <laughs> Check out Michael up. Parkinson over here. They just got that out of you. What, a, what an <laughs> interview. Scoop. <laughs> so both called Minka. All right. Yeah. And... Uh, Okay, we'll, 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 they'll cut round that. They'll, no, they'll beat that. No, they won't. I know these two. They'll emphasize. All right, it. just take the mics down. Tell me the name of the other one. Yeah. Uh, right, Eddie McGuire. No. Uh, and so, when when do you put fingers to keyboard? Uh, I uh, look now. Here's this is now. This is where I come in. Now, this is what I've been told recently. Now, uh, Ben Lomas hires a, a table, a chair at yes. a warehouse, at a bit of a writer's yeah. seminar yep. sort of set up at a warehouse Lomas. where a lot of other comedians go to. It's called a desk, you bum. Okay. <laughs> I've never encountered one of them. Uh, I'd be no good doing warm-up. I couldn't name a desk. <laughs> so what I've heard is that you go in there, everyone else is in there to, to get their work done, doing banking hours. Yep. It's hard working in Sean McAuliffe here. And then Ben Lomas' regime, when he goes into this little writing <laughs> thing, is to... Uh, this little writing thing. Yeah. It's an office. Office. <laughs> office. Is that he goes in there... Yeah. Immediately goes out to the kitchen, comes back, goes to the kitchen again. He's just in and out of the kitchen all day. Everyone's trying to work. You then get your you brought your own big screen TV in <laughs> to your room. Look, it's in the have, writer's room. Have, yes, a yes. big screen TV, and you've just got faulty towers on loop, <laughs> blaring as loud as you can, and then occasionally interspersed with you opening up the bottom drawer where you've got a bottle of vodka. Is that right? Now, look, before the second child came, yes. Um, <laughs> really? Uh, no. Look, I wouldn't say uh, that that is all true. Are you, um, it's 90% inspiration, 90% perspiration. Look, you've really gone hard I on that 90 my studio when I first got it as the the living room I don't have at home. <laughs> <laughs> That's what so it it's really sort of was. A, it's sort of a commune, is it? Yeah. <laughs> of like-minded artists who are working no, on their own projects. Yeah, or? yeah, it's a yeah. great, it's a great, it's 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 called Stupid Old Studios, and it's a great place where a whole bunch of comedians are able to hire a desk. Yeah. There's a studio. They can, they've got a podcast studio. It's a great place. There's a lot of there's a lot of Spanish waiters creeping into people's <laughs> material. I believe after your influence. So so do you, do you run this? Is this yours? Uh, no, no, no. It's run by the guys who run Stupid Old Studios. Okay, so. good right. question because he's behaving like he runs the joint. Fucking intelligent. And vodka. <laughs> and originally, because we've just moved offices, and the, the big television uh, has gone because uh, oh. it was a bit distracting. <laughs> <laughs> you make, make it sound like it had nothing to do with you. Yeah. <laughs> it was distracting. I I did. I know you like. I like to watch Falsy. Do you, do you well, remember? Very good. Did you, you go and see the live? Uh, no, I didn't get a chance with Stephen. So. Yeah. So. Do you remember what happened to the big TV? Or was that due to the bottle of vodka in the drawer? The <laughs> You, don't, uh, you didn't drink during the day, did no, you? No, I didn't drink. I'd have it maybe one or two. Hang on a minute. <laughs> you did have a bottle of vodka in your I drink? did have a bottle of vodka there. <laughs> wow, really? Um, <laughs> it would just... Look, okay, so look... I've got no judgment. <laughs> I'm just... Oh, there's judgment. No, there's no judgment. <laughs> I'm just... It's from me. I'm just <laughs> surprised. No, so... Because I would sometimes go there in the evening if I didn't have a gig, and uh, I would have, you know, like a vodka soda with a fresh lime. Define So when evening. you're saying you turn uh, up evening, to gigs with a blank like, page, why do you think that might be? I'm so <laughs> looking forward to my party.
partner hearing this. Uh, <laughs> and what what is the name of your partner? <laughs> Gee, that's, that's a bright light. <laughs> all right. Um, no, I would I'd, like that's when I'd have a drink. I so make no judgment yeah. at all. I'm just curious. <laughs> I, like, I I wouldn't be able to. I can't drink sugar, uh, sugary drinks, and write. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I can. I can. I can have a drink and write. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's what I would do sort of in the evening. Because, you know, I've got two-bedroom terrace it d- it and I've just, got two kids. There's no room. Yeah. It just felt like you were being a bit distracting to the other riders. That's what yes. it felt there, like. There could have been. Look, I'll have a word with Xavier McLeodis. <laughs> they need an <laughs> office that's an escape from the office that they're – like, you're to them, like look, your kids are to you. They can't I agree, get anything done. because when I first moved in, I thought, great, I've got a space away from home. I can get stuck. But then I really – it really turned into my living room. Right. And, uh, and then I had to scale it back. Like sounds, it sounds very much like there was a, f- there was a firm of like minded writers in England in the 60s and 70s and I think they ran a company, they had a company called Associated Scripts I believe and it was run by, so you had Spike Milligan was there and Eric Sykes was there Very comparable to a Ben Lomas Yes, yes, yes Sounds very familiar Who else was there? Uh, Johnny Spate, (laughs) does that name name ring any bells to you? I'll do do an impression (laughs) Johnny Spate wrote Till Death Do Us Part He was a, and John Antrobus and uh, he did just a, a whole bunch of guys, all the guys who were writing 60s comedy and 70s comedy. Mm-hmm. And, that, and so it was a very good opportunity for them to cross-pollinate. So, so what did they have on loop on the TV? <laughs> they were making the television. Yeah, they had Georgia they Mildred and Robin's Nest on, <laughs> what they were currently making. Yeah, they probably so had faulty towers Did well. you cross-pollinate? Did you write, come up with anything, you know, any gold with anybody? Yes. Oh, look, no, but that's the great thing. You get to bounce off uh, other comedians. And yeah. that's, like, you know, quite often when you – I write a lot on stage – so when I'm so there's no need for you yes. to be in that office at all. No, is what you're I saying? Think, I think there's a lot of other writers in there writing sitcoms about deadbeat dads <laughs> who do anything to get out of the house. Okay, there are kids around here. <laughs> Some of them are yours. <laughs> <laughs> Name them. Um, hi, Steph. Um, no, but it's a great space. Like, I, like when I first got there, I did treat it as uh, the living room that I lost at home. And uh, but now I go there, and it's a good group of comedians and. Um, so you got a play coming up, sure. <laughs> no, well, I mean, look, you know, when, I, when I started out, Full Frontal's writer's room, which is just a – it wasn't actually a room, but it was a sprawling sort of area of maybe five or six desks and there were some people upstairs and there were some people in another room. Uh, that, that was perfect. You know, you, you were – just by the propinquity of everybody, you, were, you would end up working with each other. Yes. Did um, you did you work with Dave O'Neill? Was that the same days? Of, I did. Of in fact, I remember going over to Dave O'Neill's house, and he used to write on not a computer <laughs> in those days, but some sort of looked like a calculator, <laughs> <laughs> looked like a combination of a calculator and one of those Casio keyboards, <laughs> and you'd sort of have to. Um, it, it, All his sketches were like boobs. <laughs> <laughs> you have to read them upside down. Well, if only the material was that good. <laughs> try, no, I'm talking about the thing we wrote together. We wrote, we wrote a parody of Cliffhanger, which at that point had just come out, the Sylvester Stallone movie. Oh, yes. So we wrote it for Eric Banner. And so I think Dave was typing. You know, so he'd sit there on the couch covered in his cat <laughs> and he'd be typing away. We wrote, it was a terrible script. Dave would, he would admit this was awful. And Eric Banner, future star of stage and screen yep. around the world. Support uh, act of Dave O'Neill's, you know. Yes, yes, that's yeah, right. Yes, he and Dave, and still are friends, I believe. Do uh, you know this? He gets a Dave's got a new book out. Eric gets a thank you in the in the liner notes, just as just credited as Eric. 
Hmm. Dave keeping it close to the vest about not wanting wow. to out his so what was Hollywood Eric's, connection. What was Eric's contribution to the I book? I think he reminded Dave what model of car he had for one story that's in the book. <laughs> wow, it's easy to get a mention in Dave's <laughs> book. Yeah. I, think, I think he told him who the lead singer of My Sex is in, uh, in his 80s book. I think, I think, I think David probably had some deal with the publisher that it'd be a, a, of a minimum length and he needed to put the word Eric in there. <laughs> one, he, had, he was four letters short. Yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> but sorry, I cut you off. Sketch for Eric. Um, yes, no. Well, I so I did. Yes, did work with Dave. Dave was one of my first f- new friends uh, <laughs> on Full Frontal, and so we wrote a bit together. He used to write a character for for Eric called oh, I don't remember his name, but he it was this old man character. So so uh, Dave and I would alternate. Like a, he would write it for one week, and I would write it for the next week. And because I, I, I would imagine that Dave O'Neill in the writers' room would probably act something similar to to the man. I don't think Dave yes. ever drank. Apart yeah, from the drink. I don't think Dave <laughs> okay, drank. on record, I just have one drink. <laughs> it's okay. And it was an ev- of an evening. Yeah, it was an <laughs> evening. It was, when, it was when the sun had set, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, when it was rising. <laughs> uh, <laughs> ben looking out the window, <laughs> stroking his stubbled <laughs> cheek. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I've got some comedy gold. <laughs> oh. and, and how would um, – can you do a Dave O'Neill? I don't want to. I don't want to do press the impressions button. But no, da- I'll let you take this one. Sure. Yeah, I don't. No, I don't think. Because I, I think because Tommy Daslow does a very good Dave. Oh, I'm not on the spot though. Oh, really? I'm on the spot. Oh. Got to warm up. How long does it take you to warm up to do Dave? Get, do you get, want to drive out to Ringwood? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, let me let me hang on. Ah, uh, Sean, we got to get you back down the funhouse. They'd love you down there, <laughs> down the Grandview. Oh, go off. You did it once. You came down the funhouse. I did. I did. You did. I did a gig with you there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I enjoyed myself enormously. Dave I, started introing you, and you walked from the back of the room straight out the door onto the street. Did I? <laughs> <laughs> a knock great. on the window. I did come back in though. I remember remember doing that. See, I have no act, Tommy. You've seen me in one of my rare stand-up. Modes, you know, yeah. where, I, where I announce to the audience, this is my act essentially. I come out and I say that I'm not a stand up comedian and that I can't tell jokes. And then I proceed to tell a long, tortuous version of a joke that any professional comedian would take only 30 or 40 seconds to. Then mm. you'd probably take 20 seconds yeah. to do it. It's not far Ten off a I'm live podcast, to be fair. <laughs> no? Well, so I, I don't benefit from editing at all. So I just, I, I, but I do enjoy I do I did enjoy it. But I, I couldn't do it for real, I don't think. I don't know what you don't, I could you, generate Like when you're, doing, when you're out there doing warm up with Lomas, you don't think, you don't get some laughs off the crowd. You don't, you you don't get a lot of laughs. You, you don't look at, at Lomas and go, one day that could be me. <laughs> <laughs> well, in a way, I mean, it's the, what you guys do, the stand-up is actually the purest form of the comedy, isn't it? Because it, everything else, every other anyone version, can do it. No, no, but, it, but it's unmediated. It's completely unmediated. It is you, to a certain extent, the sound man, I suppose, because of the mic, but you don't even really need the mic. You and the audience, and that's it. There's no other... There's nobody and else bells and running interference. That's mm. right. So when you when you do the frustrated versions of that performance, i.e., you know, uh, radio or television or film, this isn't radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're outside. Just so you know. Well, you know that there is there is value in the in the in the give and take of a real conversation that you don't get when you write it down and then get two actors to perform it. There's so many. There's so many things that get lost on the way. And we I would have edited many of those girls out of, of this. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, sorry. We were, just before we went back to Lomas's uh, working conditions, you were talking about something that we were talking about off air, about I Sean and his... Oh, this is, this, nah, this is radio. Sean and, and fans... Oh, no, 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 no. Lomas was just saying, he was talking to us and going, he had, uh, uh, you've got this relationship with your fans and I, I think you're, 
you would attract very hardcore comedy fans. People, you're the type of person like Tony Martin, for example, that would have uh, a very vociferous, very dedicated fans. Well, would that, would that I, be right in saying? Oh, look, I, I, it's hard to tell because I don't have much. I don't. Have you're not much on the social media with them. Yeah, mm. I don't. I don't know. To well, be honest with you, I really they're don't just know. waiting for you to notice them. That's what they want. But I do get people come up in the street and they'll say, "Oh, I noticed that thing in the background, or that thing that you said." And it's quite an obscure <laughs> thing, and that's sort of quite nice that people are picking that up. Mm-hmm. I, I think one of my favourite questions that someone asked the audience is when they said, "Oh, yes, I sure am a big fan." Uh, Look, when you did the McAuliffe show, season three, episode five, and you didn't get on your high horse, but you got onto a low horse, uh, what did that mean? Yeah. And well, they went, know more than me. Don't yeah. They? And you went, I had a sore knee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't help feeling that answer was slightly. I mean, any, any answer that's, that takes less, you know, fewer words yeah. than the actual question is always a bit disappointing <laughs> for the audience. But it's amazing because they just know everything about everything you've done. Like, it, it gets quite detailed. I guess, that's, I guess that's the nature of the studio audience. Because studio audiences usually are usually yeah. diehard fans of the show, uh, you know how else would they hear about it? Were yeah, enough yeah. the fact that they were contacted on Facebook, but the the real punters, the guys, who, you know, the guys and gals who sit and watch it on television, I, I never hear from them. What t- what time of day do you record the show? Uh, we when it was about seven. Okay, because yeah, I've it. been to tapings of stuff where it's like in the middle of the day. Yeah, I don't, so I, it's either diehard fans or just old people with nothing else to do. Just yeah. like wandering in because of the yeah. weather. Yeah, no, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Well, Charlie's show, like Pickering's show. Is in the afternoon. The weekly. Yeah, I reckon the weekly's on about, I reckon that sometimes four. they do four o'clock. I yeah. Can't, I, don't, I, I don't, I think it's a terribly helpful time for comedy. Mm. Sun's out. Uh, I used to do warm-up. I, I, I've done very little warm-up, but my warm-up career. Couldn't hack it. My, yeah, I couldn't. <laughs> I'm pretty proud of it. Um, I did warm up for Letters and Numbers, the old the, oh, yeah. the quiz show that was on SBS, but Richard, it was filmed Richard at the ABC. Moorcroft. Yes. Yes. And, uh, I, and I mean, so you would have heard the audience in that going bananas, and that's all down to this guy. Exactly. There is absolutely no chance for applause or laughter in that show, and that was all down to me. Thanks very much. Um, I remember that show being a very warm, friendly show, and I, it was quite sweet. Yeah. yeah, it was great. Yeah, You're I welcome. liked that show. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of my influence on it. So, um, what time? Now it it went during the day. It was like lunchtime, or no, even early morning, and it would go all day. And it was it would be punctuated by there would be no audience because it was just being done all day. So there would. I would be babysitting. There'd be six to twelve people at any time, right. and a lot of the a lot of my warm up was me telling them the time so that they knew when the bus was picking them up, like at three <laughs> o'clock and so. Because they were either retirement pe- yeah. home people, yeah, or right. they were or they were going back to school. So yeah, there was very little comedy involved in what I was doing. It and, was but more information. Thing. Yes, <laughs> I was like a bureau. But, but that see that worked okay because I think the show itself went to air maybe about five o'clock or five thirty. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like it didn't feel like I think if you had a full-blooded nighttime audience at five thirty in the afternoon <laughs> on television, it'd sound weird, wouldn't it? Sound odd. Well, that's ready, steady, cook, isn't it? Those people are. Yeah. Those people yeah. are gone. But no, but those yeah. people are on holidays. Because it. it was that wasn't that filmed on the Gold Coast or something? No, so Colin Colin Lane used to do that in Sydney. I oh wow! I thought it was Sydney and do, and you'd knock off five of them. So you're doing letters and numbers. You'd probably knocking off five in a day easily. Ben, what about the show you were doing on nine? How many uh, of those would you do? Then we do eight. Eight. Oh. Eight. Eight. God, good lord, man! I'll tell you what, a lot of riffing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever do talking about your generation with us? No. Was no, that before your time? Before my time. Because we we do the most we'd ever do would be two. 
Yeah, but it's amazing because I've worked on quite a few game shows, and each like each of those big game shows, they do about between seven and eight, and they switch up the audience um, like halfway through, or sometimes yeah. two thirds through. Yeah. But an audience after after five episodes, um, yeah, there's not much left in the tank. This is what I've heard about your production, Sean. Other people win money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what I've heard about your production, Sean. Very, very uh, a big compliment is that your productions are the the best catered. In the business, Ooh. that's what I've heard. I've heard that you don't put up with with bad food. It's it's very uh, lovely cuisine on your sets, which obviously Lomas has heard about as well. <laughs> they are delicious. I assume that's why Ben is on board, <laughs> <laughs> and that's his rider. In fact, <laughs> got to be four star or no Ben. No, um, but is that is that true? I heard that it's a it's a, a big step above. Every other production. Well, I don't know. See, I've only ever worked on my own shows, right. so I don't, I don't know. If I knew I could get away with less, I would. Well, what did you get on Full Frontal? <laughs> what did you get on? On Full Frontal. Well, Full yeah, Frontal. Yeah, recount a meal that you had 30 years yeah, ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and was there bacon? <laughs> there was. It was always hot food. They'd set up a hospitality tent, and it'd be, it'd be like a drama. Uh, drama food was always better than comedy food. Yeah. Comedy food was usually sandwiches. Right. Good sandwiches. Yep. But sandwiches, no respect. Comedy, no respect no, in no. any degree. Drama. Yeah. Roast, yeah, right. Get a whole roast. Get some gravy if you wanted. Oh. I know when I did, I did uh, Peter Hellier's show. It's a date that had a drama catering, right? Uh, but yes, I'm mad as hell because we're a light entertainment program and not a uh, not a comedy department program. We just get light entertainment food. So it is sandwiches, but mm. but thank you, Kyle. Yeah. Is, they are nice sandwiches. Yeah. I remember back in the day, uh, like years ago, when I worked on Channel 7's TV Burp as a yes. writer. I was in yes. the office every day, and a it was fine show, a good yeah. show. I thought yeah, it was, it was funny. Uh, I it was my birthday one day and like someone just in the office just kind of turned around and went, oh, Tommy, I just saw on Facebook, happy birthday. And then everyone else kind of turns around and goes, yeah, happy birthday. That's it. And then we shared a wall with um, City Homicide. And then so like a minute later, I hear through there in the City Homicide office, everyone singing happy birthday to someone. And then the sound of piles and piles of food being wheeled in. <laughs> so it's, it's true of everything. Birthdays, drama gets better birthdays. Did you go around and, and, and put was, your hand up? I was say, pretty tempted. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I could get away with this. Just go, hey, it's mine. Those guys over there, they don't seem to give a shit at all. Was Shane Board emceeing the birthday? <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, I remember, I remember working on Spicks and Specs and uh, your show was next door. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, they had a big hullabaloo for my birthday. And so uh, there was a lot of chocolate, a lot of cake, a lot right, of everything yeah. coming out. Yeah, right. I'm Whatever. quite you're, popular. You're that's more popular in office than me. We <laughs> get it. That's the end of the story. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, so I remember that happening. And then some of your writers, who I'd never met, come out to uh, – oh. some of them oh, come out to get a bit. They. And yes. then one of them sent someone else out to get it. And I saw someone go and grab a heap of stuff. I went, what are you doing? They said, oh, such and such uh, wanted some lollies. I'm like, you tell him. A man that I have never met. If he wants some lollies, he can come out and get them from my birthday. Trying to guess who that would be? This is great. Mm. Who would that? Tony McClare. No, Tony I know McClare? him. I know yeah. him very well. Uh, okay, I know we didn't have that huge a crowd. I'm just trying to think who it would have been. It was very funny because he then sort of very Michael be- Ward was it Michael? No, Ward? I know that's Michael that's Ward. I know Michael Ward. <laughs> wow. All right, narrowing it down. Stephen yeah. Stephen Hall, Basil Fawlty himself. No, no, yeah. no, no. That's no. me. No. <laughs> would it, it wouldn't have been McCaffrey. It wouldn't have been Gary McCaffrey. It, <laughs> it, it was Gary McCaffrey. <laughs> Long time uh, McAuliffe collaborator Gary McCaffrey. Yeah, very, yes. very begrudgingly came out and went, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was him. That's how he speaks. That was him. It's wow. just amazing that you've met. Because Gary McCaffrey worked on TV Burp and he was the one person who got to do it from home. So we'd always hear stuff about this yeah, no, famous Gary McCaffrey. When I started at Full Frontal, even though I knew Gary beforehand, 
uh, he would he would write uh, from home and in those days of course he had no way of transmitting it yeah because it was before email so he would have to and didn't have a fax so he would sneak in after it was closed and put it in an envelope and slip it under the door. Grab then. some lollies while he's there. <laughs> <laughs> get a big handful of moose and get well, Gary, Gary, Gary's such a good writer, he, can, he, can, he names his own terms. If he doesn't want to meet anybody, he doesn't he's have very to. Good. Yeah. yeah. You, you've met him, haven't you? Yes, met I have Gary? met him. Yeah. I, I like it when, when we do do a Tammy Rivers show because then you show the pre-recorded sketches. Yes. And I think well, it's one episode where I was watching it and I laughed and I was like, who wrote that one? And you're like... Yeah, Gary. Yeah, Gary. <laughs> yeah, Gary. That's yeah, right. Gary. That's a, like, when I watch the show at home with my wife, my, whenever my wife laughs, it's usually <laughs> Gary's jokes, <laughs> not mine. <laughs> I'll bring this up. Um, we have this uh, – I've got this little idea. We'll see what you think, Sean, about this idea. Um, I'm known on the show for – look, I go to – I tend to go to Thailand maybe twice a year. Mm-hmm. And uh, just I discovered this wonderful island about five years ago, and I've been there a lot of times since. And uh, I've talked a lot about it on the show. And I pitched an idea a few weeks ago where uh, we were going to go over there uh, with the show, bring guests over, bring three – instead of us bringing you to Port Melbourne today, we were going to bring three guests to, to Thailand. All this equipment, all these cords that don't work, yeah. we'd be checking them in. All the, all the girls before, <laughs> everyone, everyone over here to make it the, the, the proper experience. <laughs> now, this is, this is my idea about uh, the podcast. No one else is doing this. Bring guests over to Thailand for a podcast, for an audio podcast. Brilliant. We were going to pay them. We were doing a big Melbourne show that was effectively going to be a fundraiser. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and we would have the money to bring them over. And I've been trying to win Tommy over ever since. Tommy's not, not, he's not super sold on it. Why is that? Why, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, you you yeah, have to ask Tommy. Tommy. But, because I know he just wants to go to Thailand. And all this stuff about it will be great for the show. That's he's not the, the only one who wants to go to <laughs> Thailand. <laughs> well, that, that's, the, that's it. The only person, the, the person who's been very, has been very vehement on us going is Ben Lomas has been ringing me every day going, have you won Tommy over yet? Have you got him? I feel like he wants to make his own writer's room over there with vodka. and. So, Tommy, your reservation is what would be the point? A little bit. Because it's yeah. a radio podcast, yeah, isn't it? A yeah, a little bit. No I just think, who cares? We're on the beach. Yeah, but look, we're outside in the in here. It's exactly. Great. We got to do this without having to go to Thailand. And <laughs> it'll even be better in Thailand. <laughs> do you, well, it's really only a question that your listeners can answer, whether they can really appreciate any difference between what we're doing now, which is outside, and what was on last week, which was uh, presumably in a studio. Oh, this yeah. is the test. In your yeah. house. This, did this sound better to the listeners? Oh, yeah. In which case, you because know, we'll that means, do it. yes, you, you know, know what to do. By extension, <laughs> you say, well, if this sounded better and this was only poor Melbourne, mm. imagine geographically <laughs> yeah. how much better it's going to be. <laughs> I love Thailand. <laughs> well, what do you think of this? Because Lomas initially was like, I can't do it. And then he comes back to us and goes, all right, I've talked my partner around. I'm in. I've got – I can get a week off week from, off. from week the no kids. Week no work. But – no kids. But no. he had to let her have three weeks in exchange. Yep. Now, I think that's terrible negotiating. No, I think that's the current – that exchange rate sounds about right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One week of Ben's life is worth yeah. three weeks of any normal yeah. person's life. <laughs> that is about the Australian dollar to bar <laughs> exchange rate as well. So that's about right on. I do wonder, though, whether you would get – I mean, also, you know, what are you going to be, in a hotel room or outside? Are you going to be in a, in a vol- on the river well, of a volcano? Well, we're funding <laughs> it through podcast money, so probably a hostel will be more likely. Yeah, I'm no. not sure. I'm not sure. 
I don't think you're using the podcast money responsibly. <laughs> your, your listeners are, are sending money in, do they? And do they subscribe? Yeah, there's a bit yes. of that going on. Yes. Yes. All right, yes. so you get a subscription, so you, you do things like invest in uh, some of like the A bit like the ABC, everyone chips in. Yeah. yeah, so some of these cords we're using, for example, would have been purchased by <laughs> yes. Yes. the one that one that we couldn't hear Ben on <laughs> <Yes>. before. <Yeah. laughs> that was a very valuable one. Yeah, that was a special that request. <laughs> That's Ben's cord from now on. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is what I think. So we're doing a double episode that's coming up. As you've heard this, we may have already been have done it, but we were doing a double episode, which this is my idea. We do a double episode. One episode we were already going to do. The second episode we were never going to do until I had this idea of the Thailand episode. So that whole uh, episode is funding the Thailand thing. So the, uh, the second episode would have never happened without the Thailand idea, if you know yes, if that yes. makes no, sense. I'm following your logic. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So... To my eyes. Fuck, you fire up when you're talking about this. It's just the passion all of a sudden. He's come alive. It's my one true love. (laughs) So so that means that money's already in the bank. So it's already dedicated to this Thailand idea. And then I've hit up Daslo and he's sort of gone, nah, I don't think we should go anymore. Well, so now you, that, that money's just sitting there. I so you're, you're, you're coming to me thongs. You're coming to me as, as a judge, a possible <laughs> arbiter of this dispute. Oh No, he's done this to every guest who's been on the show <laughs> oh, okay. since the idea came oh, it's up. It's a full court. All right, well, here's my, here's my judgment on yep. this one. I'm, I'm curious to know what Tommy would spend the money on were it not for... Oh, very good. That's, a, that's a very good question. Going too. away to question. Thailand. What do, yeah. what, what do you think it should be better uh, spent on? A new flat screen and a copy of Faulty Towers on DVD. These are um, wise investments. Yeah. Uh, no, I think I, 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 all I dared oh, to do, all I dared to do was suggest that we, we just delay it by a few months. We just like do it, you know, because we're nearly in summer. It's kind of, it's the weather's good. My dream was that we do the double episode. The, the money going from the second episode funds that thing. We immediately leave the next day. I found this great deal the next day. So we would do the live episode, go to bed for about five hours, then get up and go off to Thailand. Yep. Yeah. Look, if you've already sold that episode on the basis that the money raised will be yes. funding the Thailand trip, you're sort of obliged. You yes. Have, well, you have a contract oh, with your No, it kind of happened work. the other way around. It kind of sold out and then we mentioned it. So we're in the clear. Oh, in my brain, though, uh, that's exactly that, what that was. But there's Tommy, that, that Adelaide lawyer coming. No, out. <laughs> that's fair enough. All right, well, that argument goes to one side. Well, Tommy, then, then the reason uh, that you are suggesting a delay is for what reason? I suggest there's some other agenda going on there, Tommy. You've got something in the back of your mind that you want to do, and you feel you need a month to sell it. To yeah, what is it? It was more just we. There's, a, there's. A, let's be frank. There's a lot of people that we wanted to come who can't come okay, on that week. I'm off the trip. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I, I feel like you put the the slow on it before that happened. But no, I, I presented to you an oh, alternative. It's trouble in paradise. Isn't <laughs> yeah, it? there is. I no, pres- no, I want to go to paradise. <laughs> We're not I know, but this yet. is clear. Your agenda is very clear, Kyle. Yeah. You just want to go. You want to go to the place that you love to go, <laughs> and you figure, you know, it's getting paid for by uh, yeah. by your subscribers. But, but it's also it's a backbone of the show. It's like a reference. It's you a know. reference, and there'd be great content over there. And and we did put on social media last week that uh, I said uh, I keep bringing it up just to just to keep it in the people's <laughs> minds. Mm-hmm. Um, I I brought up and said, hey, look, if we were going to go, name the three guests realistically, that we could we should be bringing along. And I, I have to say, there was one vote for Ben Lomas, and it was by Ben Lomas. <laughs> yes. There was a lot of votes for other people, including there was a lot of votes for Lawrence Mooney. One vote Mooney. for Ben Lomas. What's the Thai comedy scene like? Would you would you consider maybe it's uh, just interviewing uh, Thai comics? I don't, well, I, where we were, I don't think there'd be a lot of... 
comics in on like it, it's, 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 it's the, the places we're going. It's like going to Phillip Island and expecting there to be comedians down well, there. Well, have to be. There's a, it's a huge country, Thailand. <laughs> there's bound to be some very funny people there. But be. we're not travelling all around. I the know, country. but you've got the money now to do a bit of research and right. to yeah. find out who well, these people the are and interview them. The whole idea was we'd go there and we'd like make stuff happen and we'd come up with content and everything. I said to you, like, also oh, we could go and we could like find a bar and like put on a put on a stand up show there. And you go, ah, oh, that sounds like a bit much work. Like, <laughs> you literally just want to sit around and drink beer. Just go to Thailand. I just <laughs> use your own money and go to Thailand. Well, he, he, look, he met you halfway. He, he was happy to go to the bar. Because <laughs> 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 this is the other thing. You brought this up a few weeks ago. And I think when you brought it up on the show, I, I, I read it as you thought you'd, we'd talk about it on the episode. The episode would go out and then the noise from social media would just be deafening and I would have to cave in. You thought I was going to get harassed nonstop. Did that not I got to say, no one really came to the party on that one. I don't think the listeners could give hey, two fucks whether or not. Ben Lomas did. I think it's a great idea and we should support uh, the local economy in Thailand. Yeah. There we go. Well, Tommy, you don't, I mean, presumably, I mean, how long has the pod- podcast been going? How six years. years. Six years. And in all those six years, has there been one that you've missed? Have I ever missed an episode sure, of the show? No. Sure. Really? Yeah. Well, I think you're entitled to a holiday. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you can do it two ways. You can either go to Thailand for the holiday Mm -hmm. or you could... The rest of the podcast could go to Thailand. That's right. And you could stay home. (laughs) Well, I'm still... But literally, I don't think... I think Ben Lomas is like the only person that we know that's able to go on that week. Well, I can't go anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, Wait, so now it's no, just you and me going by ourselves. But well, it was that one week where you have no work, no nothing, you can get it off. Well, look, oh. it has gone on long enough that now that week has sort of evaporated yeah. with everyone's availability. So now if – look, I'm still I'm still warming up our audience. Mm. They're starting to get on board, I think, on the social yeah. media, starting yeah. to go, yeah, we should do this now. That's yeah. just to shut you up, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I mean, would you just go by yourself, Kyle? Would you take yeah, your, three times a year. your partner? I, would you I, take your partner with I, you? I've been plenty of times with my partner. Yeah. Yes. Would you go on this occasion? You know, would you go? Would you take a partner with you? Not, not if it was the podcasting. No, really. And no? also, oh, my okay. my partner has very made it very, very clear that she is never going again because of, oh. we've gone so many times. She's like, she's actually said three times, "This is the last time we go here, and then we never go here again." Sounds okay, like a great place. <laughs> <laughs> so it's an island. Is it? Is it? Is it got a lot of people on the island. I've been to a, diff- a lot of different islands, but yeah. this, but one, which, this one which island, island would we go? The to? one island that, that that we that I'd looked up and priced and everything like that was Kosamui. It was the oh, island of Kosamui. Right place. Is that the island that they shot that James Bond film on? Is that that one? That's James Bond Island. Oh. Um, <laughs> they. What a coincidence! <laughs> <laughs> when they were scouting for that location. <laughs> Hang on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is actually near uh, PP Island. I, I believe that's that's uh-huh. quite near there. I didn't I didn't go there. I didn't go to James Bond Island because it just seemed a bit weird to to be be partaking in all this Thai culture and then go to James Bond Island where Roger Moore went. Oh once. yeah, it's Thai culture like sitting around and eating a pizza and drinking a VB for three bucks. <laughs> I, there's no gonna, VB you, there. You'd, uh, you know, I tell you what, you should go over there, Tommy, just to visit the Phuket Zoo. Oh yeah, have you been? Oh, oh yes, I have been. Okay, I have been. And in fact, there are uh, the different sort of zoo to the one that we have here in Melbourne. Oh. Mm-hmm. And different. Have you been there? To no. The, you no. Oh, okay. Well, there's a there's a there's a guy with a tiger. Okay. Now the tiger has a leash. <laughs> He's on a leash. This tiger. It's not in a cage or anything. Uh, there's a little sort of piece of string that you stand behind, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> the keeper was uh, was encouraging us to come over and said it's perfectly safe. Step over the string. Come and pat the tiger. Now he was holding with one hand the chain leash around the tiger's neck, and in his well, 
We looked for his other hand, but it wasn't there. <laughs> and the reason it wasn't there is because he had no right arm. <laughs> so he's got one arm. That's, that's all. That and it's using... holding the tiger yeah. at bay. So I wondered, A, how accurate his advice was, and B, if it wasn't, then how helpful he'd be in the event of an emergency. <laughs> You're right. It sounds but unsafe. I shouldn't go. That sounds – no, see, that's yeah, – that's, that's content. That's content, exactly. <laughs> or you can visit the uh, – now, the, the Phuket Zoo is, is also the one with the famous smoking orangutan who rides a little <laughs> mini bike oh, around. Oh, oh, now, why, why are we still here? Yeah. Why are we still in Australia? Or, or, to bring you luck, you can throw money into the open mouth of a crocodile. Oh, oh. They, they just stand there with their, their stand, they lie there with their mouths open and just throw money into their mouth. And they, a living, breathing crocodile. And they eat the coins? No, they just stand there and then the keeper comes along and collects all the stuff off their tongue. And oh, the, and that's how. Mouth, and that's the show. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not much of an act. But you should interview these people oh, on yeah. your podcast. Yeah, you sound like you're itching to come with us, just these <laughs> memories flooding no, back. No, I'm happy to organise it from here. Sorry. <laughs> 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 okay, that's, that's a lot. Yeah, look, that's a, another piece of the puzzle has been put together. Like I think, you yeah. know, if I just keep talking about it enough with each guest, I think... Yeah, eventually other guests will suggest stuff that we can do so you never have to bother to do a second of research. I'm fine with that. I'm completely uh, fine with that. Just can't wait to be uninvited. Uh, you, do, you do have to spread your wings. You can't just keep doing the same thing over and over exactly. again. Yes, very good. Exactly. Yeah, I totally yeah. agree. Do some Milo to send us out. Nothing offensive about that. <laughs> uh, we should wrap it up here for this week on the Little Dum Dum Club. Uh, ben Lomash, Sean McCullough, thank you very much for joining us. It's thank a pleasure. And I'm sorry it's taken so long, Tommy. Ah, that's okay. Uh, you, uh, you are in a play that is coming up that we should mention. Oh, that's right. You're doing yes. The Odd Couple. I am. It's uh, the Melbourne Theatre Company putting on The Odd Couple. Francis mm-hmm. Greenslow and I are playing Felix and Oscar. And it starts on the 10th of November. Do you wow. guys ever, when you're rehearsing, disagree on how a scene should go and you turn to him and go, wow, we're the original odd couple? <laughs> no, Thought of that in the car I- on the way a here? a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> hey, idea. Felix and Oscar in Thailand. What do you think? Ooh, I like it. Bang. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> that was Ben doing it too. Uh, ben, do your version again. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, ben, what do you got? Uh, just gigs. Check it out, benlomas.com. Mm-hmm. And just follow me on Ben Lomas Comic on Instagram. Great. Uh, what do we got? We've got our Christmas Eve show on sale now. Yes. LittleDumDumClub.com. Yes. And I know, uh, follow us on all the social medias. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got uh, merch at LittleDumDumClub.com. But I know that Ben Lomas and I, not together, but we're both coming to see the odd couple. So yes. Lovely, lovely. Yes. What, what, uh, which one? I waved to you. Which show? Which show? Yeah, uh, which week? I haven't decided. I got, I got given an MTC voucher. Oh, really? Oh, that's nice. I do like the theatre too. Yeah. Um, So we might go together. Well, maybe because my girlfriend's got tickets, so I don't know when. Yeah, okay. That's that's a no. That's a no, Ben. (laughs) I'll be going on a different (laughs) night to you. (laughs) I'll let you know if this Thailand trip doesn't happen, I'll have the money for a ticket. So (laughs) I'll I'll let you know if I'm coming on. (laughs) Tommy, the the old old one with Jack Klugman and Tony Randall still available on video. (laughs) (laughs) Those faulty towers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, we better wrap it up there. Guys, thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) 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 Ha, 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 ha.